communication error. Welcome to episode 41 of Communication Error, a gaming debate podcast where we may not always agree, but if we listen to what one another has to say, maybe we'll be able to fix our communication error. I'm one of your hosts, Cheesy, and the man who is now going to introduce the 10 other hosts that will be joining this show, (laughs) John Ebo. Uh, Yeah, so we have John Ebo 1, John Ebo 2, it's just going to be the John, John Ebo shows. Oh, I hate it already. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? No, it'd be awful. So because you know what's I worse than one Johnny Bo is two Johnny Johnny Bo's. Bo's. <laughs> Uh So a lot of people might not get that reference, but our friends at Carp- Carpool Gaming just announced their next chapter, and they revealed a whole bunch of new hosts, and I'm excited for them. That's that's really cool. So if you like anything and everything gaming, check out Carpool Gaming. Uh, we had Seth on, and we also had... Um, Lockleth. Oh Lockleth, yeah, I'm blanking. We also had Lockleth, and we might have some other guests come on from them, hopefully, if they'll yeah. have us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that's really cool. They um, It looks like they have a really f- diverse group over there, so that's mm-hmm. exciting. And yeah, and so it's all, uh, they have the PlayStation Drive, the Xbox Drive, uh, which should be an interesting podcast going forward. Well, there um, won't be an Xbox Drive anymore. Yeah, but it will be the Drive, I think is what Sean said. <laughs> the, multi-platform, um, the multi-platform Drive. Yeah, Nintendo Drive, they have the RPG Cave, uh, just a ton of different podcasts if that's something that you're into and you're not listening to carpool gaming already you are doing yourself a disservice because they are just great people really working hard and and making gaming a a better brighter place and they're very community driven so i know that they have like a lot of community nights they do some uh backlogs um uh, they have forget what it's called but where everybody is just playing the same game, basically like a book club. Um, but everyone gets to discuss their experience with that game. Backtrackers, I think is what it's called. Um, but yeah, just really awesome people. And I'm, we couldn't be more excited for them. Yeah, that's exciting. We're community driven too. Don't forget to leave your comments so we could uh, have them on the community patch notes episode which i always forget to put that in the title and then somebody asked me when's the community patch note episode coming out on the community patch note episode yeah put in the title (laughs) yeah no and i understand their confusion but also like we we do try to get to as many comments as people have left sometimes it's like our guest is just speaking and you know you just let them speak which i personally think that we have a really cool guest for next week yeah um i don't know if we want to spoil that well, now not right now well yeah not right now not until we tell the people what we're talking about at least yeah 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 yeah. but i you guys are gonna want to listen to that episode it's gonna be a lot of fun um leave us five star reviews and uh tell your parents about the podcast tell your teacher even tell your boss uh, and, and you know what, if they say like, Hey, you were late, why didn't you show up? And you told them that you were listening to the communication error podcast. They'll totally forgive you. They'll understand. <laughs> and they'll drop they'll five like, star oh. reviews. Yeah. And, uh, any, any review that you leave any five star, we will read it on the show. Yeah. We didn't get any new reviews this week. We're almost at 30 reviews on Spotify. So actually, I think we're almost at 30 reviews on both Spotify and Apple. So try to get to that 30 review mark. Make sure they're five stars. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We broke 200 subscribers. We're at 206 right now. That's pretty exciting. Follow us on Twitter. Check out the Patreon where you you do get a day early access to the episodes. And uh, hopefully we have more stuff coming there. Yeah. All of the server maintenance stuff out of the way, quick and easy. Because, Johnny, I think you and I are both really excited to talk about tonight's topic, mostly because we have gotten away with it so many times on this show, (laughs) and it's not gaming related. But tonight it is. It's gaming adjacent. Yeah. 
and it it's works. A, it's a gaming adjacent episode, but yeah, I'm really excited for this episode because oh, I love I love theme parks, and we're talking about video games and theme parks. This is yeah, not going to be a, a debate in any like. I feel like the debate part of this podcast has kind of trickled away, but it's just going to be me gushing over uh, theme parks for an hour. I mean, I, I, I think we still might find ways to debate with each other. I, I hear what you're saying. Like, it, that's something that you and I discovered early on is that the debate's just like, you can't have that for a full hour. <laughs> yeah. um, and and also choose topics where one person is this side and the other person is this side. Uh, but there, I think there's, we get into moments where it's like, hey, shut up. You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we are talking about theme parks and video games. And our guest next week, uh, he goes by what? Theme Park Stop? That's the channel name? Yeah, they just reached 100,000 subscribers on their YouTube. They've been doing this for seven years, just theme park content. Um, So well-deserved. If you're not following them, please go give them a follow. Uh, Help them out even more. Uh, Because this is going to be huge for them i mean like it, it, i'm so yeah, it's excited gonna be huge to to that they're on the communication air podcast no no no, no. it's <laughs> their their journey uh of continuing to create content around theme parks is going to just get bigger from here because it's the biggest that it has been i think but yes also being on communication air <laughs> like that is going to be Probably their that's their gonna be the highlight moment. of their seven year journey, you know? Yeah. They'll be like, oh, we yeah. hit a hundred K on YouTube. That's nothing compared to yeah. being on the communication air podcast. Exactly. <laughs> that's what everybody's goals are. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we also I'm cha- I, I'm changing things up a little bit. I, I did a little bit of work. It's nothing that fancy, but we're gonna have visual aids moving forward. Cheesy won't we be just, able to see what I'm talking about. Maybe I should yeah, send him the scary. links. <laughs> it's a little scary because, like, I don't know what he's showing you guys. This could all just be propaganda, you know, <laughs> and uh, I don't get to be a part of it. So you you let me know if there's some questionable things that you're seeing. Yeah, well, let's get into it. So what is your background with theme parks? Like, have oh. you gone to a lot like or are you well versed or anything yeah i mean i was pretty spoiled um as a kid and i've gone to disneyland i've gone to disney world we even did a disney cruise um i've been to universal hollywood a couple of times but never orlando which i know obviously is the better one but I, i haven't been and that's something on my list Um, but yeah, I mean, like going to theme parks is just so magical, especially going to Disney where, you know, all of your favorite characters are out and about, or just even going on the storybook rides and, and like the Peter Pan ride is so memorable because you're just flying on a ship and you look down and you see like the whole town and, um, it feels like. You know, you can fly. You can fly. Uh, so, I mean, there's that. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I just love going to theme parks. And even as an adult, um, I think it's it's good to have that childhood wonderment. You know, we've brought this up before. Like, I, that's probably why we like Nintendo is because it makes us feel like a kid again. So going to theme parks, uh, I just I can't get enough of and. It's it's a good escape. Yeah, I mean, you? I I grew up in an area that was like an hour away from a local theme park. Uh, it was, you know, it wasn't Disney size. It was, uh, you you had to buy tickets for rides, and it was like free parking. So it was like it was it was a nice area to have like a family picnic or or a, like a company picnic. Uh, there's some, there's a couple roller coasters. Uh, Are you talking a, about Hershey Park? Well, no, I mean, I did, I am near-ish. We did go to Hershey Park a lot. That was more, in, I would say, intense, or like there was more to do at Hershey Park. 
oh, than, okay. than there is at, at this one. The one that I went to is called uh, Knobles. It's it's a, it's like a Pennsylvania one. I don't know yeah. if anybody's listening from Pennsylvania, but they would probably know what Knobles is. There's also Dorney Park, which y- you might have heard of. I don't know. That Mm-mm. has it used to have like the tallest roller coaster in the world or in, in the U.S. at least. Um, but okay. that was years and years ago. So yeah, I grew up around amusement parks. We used to go to them like every summer, and uh, I, I loved them. I never really enjoyed roller coasters until I got older. Mm. Now I now I like roller coasters, and now as an adult, like I just went to Disney over the week of Christmas, and then the year before we went to Disney, and then a few years, like five or yeah, five years back, we went to Universal down in. Orlando. So we we go all out. Like we uh they call it bounding. So you you don't dress you it's not cosplay, so you can't you can't dress as a character. Like I can't I couldn't go as Han Solo. I had to be like a rebel. Mm-hmm. But we, we we like to go all out for that stuff. Uh we got really cool pictures. Uh and we get really into it. And now I think, like, we'll we'll talk about something tonight that I think we're, me and and my partner are really excited for. It would like I can't, I can't wait to talk to Theme Park Stop to see how they like got into this, mm-hmm. and how I can do it because I'm gonna <laughs> shift focus. <laughs> but no, I, I I love theme parks. I love like this past Disney trip was incredible. Uh, you know, we ate at Cinderella's Castle. We went on as many of the rides as we could. We did do the Peter Plans flight. Was not impressed with that ride. What? Like that was the first time that you did? I knew as soon as I was talking <laughs> about it, you had something to say. Like yeah. you, that is yeah. not a good ride. That is not a good ride. A, I, no, I don't understand why ride. people. I don't understand why like that ride always has an extremely long line. Like it had because like an hour and a half wait. different than the other storybook rides. Uh, well, it's not worth it. It's not worth waiting 90 minutes for. I can guarantee you that. We uh, we got the lightning lanes or the fast pass, whatever you want to call them. So mm-hmm. uh, that we were able to get onto that ride like without waiting that long. But I mm-hmm. would not wait 90 minutes, two hours. Nothing is worth waiting that long. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, the rides are over in like 30 seconds. Yeah, like the the Star Wars ride, the Rise of Resistance, there was at times three and a half hour waits. And it's like a two minute ride. You're wasting half your day. Mm -hmm. But not everybody, not everybody's as fortunate as I was. And I, I just bought my way onto these things. Yeah, I guess for me too, like I had a theme park around me. It was the Six Flags Elitch Gardens. And so that had a lot of Warner Brother um, IP in that park. And there was one show that was just so fun to watch as a kid. It was a Batman show. And like all the theatrics that they had for it was super cool. You had Batman just like zip lining onto the scene and the Riddler was the big bad guy and um, made me really sad when they took the Warner Brother characters out of Six Flags. Six Flags just wasn't a thing anymore. Oh, really? They don't have village. the... Because I went to Six we Flags... Ju- oh, man. I'm, I was probably in high school, so yeah, it was like 15 years ago. I think they still do in some areas. Like, it still is called Six Flags, you know, whatever it is. Uh, but for us, I don't know, like, how all of that works, but we just have Elitch Gardens now, and it is very depressing it's not very fun (laughs) it's sad that that's the only theme park that we have i guess it's like we have a couple of theme parks but they're very old and like one still has a wooden roller coaster that is still fun but also it's a wooden roller coaster i love wooden roller coasters you don't like wooden roller coasters no of course i i love them but it's also just very scary the way that they're built (laughs) they're all rickety and yeah so i mean i don't go to amusement parks like outside of, of Disney or Universal. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not just going to go to her. Well, I guess Hershey I might go to, but like, like the one I used to go to as a kid, I'm not just going to go there. Like, yeah. I, I, it's not the 
amusement park that I like. It's the the theming, yeah, of of, of Disney and, and Star Wars, like the IP that I enjoy, which mm-hmm. is why I'm really excited that video games are now. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully, video games are gonna uh, get more into it. Um. Because I go to go to it for theming and not really for like the I don't need to go on a, a fast roller coaster like that's not exciting to me like if it's just it like, adds to the experience though, yeah right? but if it's if it's a themed roller coaster or like yeah. like the one one in Disney is called the Seven Dwarves Minecart yeah so you know it has the the Snow White theming and mm-hmm. then the Tron the Tron coaster is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like that theming kind of adds to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're gushing about theme parks, but the reason why we're talking about it is just we've had a lot of news about Super Nintendo World. And obviously, it's crazy to think that we are at the one year anniversary for uh, Universal Hollywood uh, and the plans that they have going forward. But they're not the only ones that have entered the theme park space because we've had a Last of Us like uh, set for Halloween Horror Nights in Universal Orlando so or Hollywood. Actually, Maybe just Universal. So yeah. I looked up. I, I'm showing this on the screen now. You can't see it. It's a list of video game amusement park park attractions. Okay. There's not that many. <laughs> Yet, I don't think there. I don't think there will be. I think Nintendo is going to be the ones that do it, and that's it. I'll, I'll get into that. But okay, there's one called Pac-Man Land. This one was in Six Flags in Texas, but I think, yeah, I think it opened in 1983, and I think it closed in 1985. So that's no longer there. Whoa. There's okay. two, two. There were two Tomb Raider rides. I don't know where these are. Kings Island, Kings Dominion. I don't know where that's at. Uh, Virginia looks like, and they were both removed in 2011. Uh, there's tack tack attack. It's a Nickelodeon universe. Okay. This is in China, but it looks like it was replaced by teenage mutant Ninja turtles. There's a sonic spinball in Alton towers, which is in UK. Uh, there's an Arkham Asylum in Warner Brothers Movie World, which is in Australia. These are all random parks. Mm-hmm. There's Angry, Bro- Angry Birds 4D, Detonator Bombs Away. I think these are all Angry Birds stuff. Time Machine, which is Raving Rabbids in France. That checks out. There's a uh, Plants vs. Zombies. Oh, that's surprising. Where's that there- one at? Uh, Carowinds, which is in North Carolina. Okay. It's an interactive dark ride. This doesn't really have like very descriptive things Mm -hmm. about it, but there's Gears of War Laser Siege, which is like laser tag. Mm -hmm. Resident Evil, a bio terror, terror, Mm -hmm. which this says interactive 3D trackless dark ride. That sounds cool. There's Azor, Azura's Raft, Wrath. Oh my goodness. Dragon Age Flight of the Wardens. Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. This is in some place called Hub Zero. It doesn't tell me where this is at. Hmm. But then there's a Mass Effect New Earth in California. And the ones that most people probably would know or have. Uh, actually been on there's a Final Fantasy ride in uh, Universal Studios Japan uh, Mario Kart Koopa's Challenge in Japan and then also California and yep. Yoshi, Yoshi's Adventure which is in Japan I don't think that one's in uh, California is it? No it's not and then the last one will be coming to uh, Universal Orlando yeah, yeah. The last one's Uncharted the Enigma of Pen- Penitence. This one opened in 23. Uh, I don't know. Sp- oh, it's in Spain. Okay, it's in Spain. 
So no, I got to be honest with you. Like it, it sounds like there's a lot more than, than I was expecting. Well, a lot of these are shut down. But what do you what, sure do you, what do you what do you when you compare it to Disney, like Magic yeah. Kingdom? How many how many rides are in Magic Kingdom? There's like twenty plus rides in Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. and you're only getting twenty total rides. These are rides. These are not parks. These are rides. But also, in the, like, in the entire how much of them... world, twenty rides out of all of the amusement parks there are in the world. But how much of them are like VR rides? Do you know what I mean? Because some of them, like a Mass Effect one, sounds cool if it was like in VR. It says you a know, 3D like sometimes simulator ride. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just don't think. I don't think it's. Uh... I don't think there's many and I don't think there's going to be many. Yeah. So you said that you think Nintendo's going to be the only one that enters the theme park space. Yeah. Why so Nintendo, their IP and their worlds are set up perfectly for amusement parks. Like when mm-hmm. You see it at super Nintendo world and like that seems like an amusement park world. Mm-hmm. But if you want to do Last of Us or, I don't know, like, what kind of world would that be? That would be, like, a horror amusement park. Like, how many of those would happen? Yeah. Well, they're, they are opening a, like, Hollywood Horror Night all year round in Vegas. So, depending on, like, what it is that they choose to do there... I mean, they probably could have The Last of Us there year-round if they wanted. Yeah, they could, but I just, I don't think, I don't think they're going to, Sony, so the way, I I could see video games trying, like, they're trying to expand their IP, right? Every company right now is trying to expand their IP. We're seeing it with Nintendo and their movies and the amusement park. Sony is getting more into the, the... you know, movies and shows and Microsoft Mm -hmm. is now going to put their stuff on all all the other platforms. So they're just allegedly, no, it's 100% happening. (laughs) (laughs) So Nintendo's strategy is amusement parks and they have the relationship with universal to, uh, to do it. And I, I, I just, I don't see the other companies, getting into the space unless super Nintendo world is like a huge hit. And then maybe Sony, like where would they put it? Where would they put it? Where, who would put what, what like what do you Sony, mean? where would Sony put a park or, or Microsoft put a park? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, would they make their own amusement park? Would they partner up with, um, I don't know. Like I, you know, I just am not familiar with that world as much as um, our guest Alicia Stella is. Um, but I wish that Nintendo would have thought there. You know, it took them a, a long time to come up with this concept and what they wanted the park to look like and what they want to do. I wish though that they would have thought it through a little more than it just being a Mario park right now because it's super nintendo world but right now it is just mario yeah i mean for now for now yeah but at least with california i have no idea how they're going to expand that park and if they they can't there's no room there's no room but there's the simpsons area that is probably going to leave because they're now owned by disney so i could see them putting something there but what's really weird about that for uh, Hollywood is that would be on two different levels. The Mario the Super Nintendo World is on the lower level. And, yeah, uh, but that doesn't Simpsons matter. Area. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Like the way I don't know. if So I've been to Universal. I went to Universal in. Um, in Florida. Mm-hmm. And there's two Harry Potter parks. And they're not in the same park. They're not like there's two Harry Potter worlds. They're not in the same park. So you have to, it's actually really cool. And I hate it so much because JK ruined everything for me. 
because the way they're connected or the way you could get in between each, each of them is you could take the Hogwarts Express. And that is like so cool. Mm. So like yeah. the way I could see Super Nintendo World say it is on a lower level, you take like a warp pipe down. Yeah, that would be yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I, I mean cool. I think there's there's ways you could do it. And I did want to I'm gonna show I'm gonna bring this up. So one of the, the things that was just announced I don't know, last was it last week? Might have been last week. Mm-hmm. The Universal is opening a brand new park. It's called um Epic Universe. Yeah. And Super Nintendo World is going to be part of that. This is in Florida. Mm-hmm. So the one mm-hmm. out in California is already open. That's in, I don't know where that's at, but that's in one of the uni- Universal Parks already out there. The one in Florida is going to be in a brand new park. And I think they, they will expand there. Yeah. Yeah, well, so right now, for our listeners, there's rumors of a Legend of Zelda park we've seen anuma in a hard hat just recently at i believe it was japan uh universal studios but i'm not sure um there's rumors of a luigi's mansion ride there's rumors of uh pokemon park taking over the kids area in universal orlando so yeah i mean this is just the beginning of for Nintendo and theme parks. And there's just so much that they can do and so much that I would love to see them do. Like I put out on Twitter uh, that I would love to see a Able Sisters like uh, building that is just a Build-A-Bear workshop where you could build all of your favorite Animal Crossing villagers the same way that you do at Build-A-Bear. But like they already have that partnership with Build-A-Bear. There's already Animal Crossing villagers like you can get kk you can get isabel but imagine going to super nintendo world and getting exclusively your favorite villagers and bringing them home with you i think that would be so cool i think they could also do splatoon concerts you know they already have the technology for it every 15 minutes there's a new uh splatoon concert that you can watch that would be wild you know, like there's just so much maybe like Luigi Luigi's Mansion Dark Ride where you are sucking up ghosts the same way that like um, the Buzz Lightyear ride works. So there's just so much potential for them to play. And that's what we have seen so far with their Amiibo. Um, I forget what they're called, but the the Amiibo like play bands. The, ris- the uh, where- wristbands. And did yeah. you see? Oh my goodness! I uh, it's one it's a one year anniversary. You know, I'm actually sure I could actually show it. It's a one year anniversary of the Super Nintendo World out in California, and they are celebrating by having a Gold Mario play band. Yeah, but you have to go to the park to get it. I know February seventeenth. That's like next week. You know what? That's remember that because I want to ask the guest if if she's gonna go. And get this. <laughs> okay. Or if, like she can go and get this. But I mean, these things take forever to play. And I remember hearing about Super Nintendo World for years and years and years before it actually happened. And now we're it was within like, what, twenty seventeen maybe is when yeah. we first heard is, about it. Like how how long has Japan been open? Uh it's been open, open longer than, than California. Yeah, I feel like it was October of 2022, maybe. But I don't know. Yeah, well, it's longer than California. So this is just, it's just a bit the start of it. And if mm-hmm. Universal is going to dedicate a whole world to Super Nintendo, because... So the thing you have to remember is there's no space in California. Yeah. Like Disney has a problem with it. Universal has a problem with it. There's no space to expand. Mm -hmm. But in Florida, they have a ton of space. So they could just expand on that Super Nintendo world. Yeah. And add Luigi's Mansion or add 
well, we already know that they're that they're gonna have a Donkey Kong ride at mm-hmm. a a park. Is it a park? Yeah. Yeah, so they're gonna have a donkey so they're already having another park of it or another type of park with the uh, Donkey Kong. Uh and they, they're gonna put that Yoshi ride in there too. Mm-hmm. So there I think there's a lot more space to work with. They're they're probably testing the water, seeing how well it does. And uh, we'll go from there. The thing that I'm really excited for, which, hold on, let me, I'm going to bring up pictures of Super Nintendo World. So what's really cool about these new parks or these new areas is it's not like a theme. It is a world. Yeah. So it's not like, I don't, I'm just trying to th- like front like I'm just trying to think of like Disney. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not to, as, like like Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, Galaxy's Edge is like an immersive experience. Like you're in the Star Wars world. It's not like yeah. the area is just themed and it has like a Star Wars ride. It's the mm-hmm. actual world, and that's what Universal is doing with this Epic Universe. It's mm-hmm they're going to be little worlds. They're not going to be just areas with themed uh, rides. And that's what is really, that's what I really like about it because we haven't had, I don't even know the last time there was a new like park of this scale that was, that was opened, especially in universal. Mm -hmm. Um, so I really, like the idea of it being a world and not just like an, an area. It makes it. Yeah. And that's something that I think California can uh, work on because even though it is just the mushroom kingdom right now, they need to do a better job of their background because you can see a minion kind of peeking over a uh, super Nintendo world. But I don't, which think, I don't, I don't if, think you could, you really can change that. Like, I don't think it's, no, I know, That's but it's more of, the... of like they're working with what they have. Yeah. So it's not like they can't put it like in an enclosed dome. No, they can't put it in a closed dome. But I think even when you're at Disney, they do a good job of making sure that you feel that you are in that world and not seeing, you know, like if you're in Galaxy's Edge, it's not like you see Iron Man in the distance. I think you can see the tower there. Oh, can you? I, I, I might be wrong. Maybe not. Uh, but in like Magic Kingdom, they want you to see the castle from all angles. Yeah, true. I, I don't. I don't get hung up on that because I don't. I'm not like looking in the distance. Yeah, like, oh, this is a really well, cool just... area, but uh, I could see another section of the park that I'm in. No, I just found it funny because it's like the minions are peeking over Super Nintendo World. And I was wondering if that was just kind of an allegory for Nintendo and Illumination's relationship or if that's just, you know, like, yeah, they just can't do anything about it. That's just where it was placed coincidentally. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they do too much about that. Yeah. So you went to Super Nintendo World. I did. Yeah. I did a preview event a month before it opened. And was it everything you expected? Or everything that you wanted? So, I mean, it's a pretty magical moment because you finally get to be in the world that you've always been playing and maybe dreamed of actually one day being a theme park or, you know, something that is that grand of a scale for you like it it really did feel like this was a very personal moment for me because i'm so connected to mario and nintendo but like i was saying like it's super nintendo world so i wish that we would have seen other ips however just being there and seeing peach's castle and then going on the mario kart ride that is all ar um and going around hitting the uh the um, question mark blocks with the wristband and them just kind of 
gamifying your theme park experience, even though, yeah, that is an extra added cost on top of already being at the yeah, park. Yeah, but it's worth it. Money isn't real when you're when you're on vacation. It's not real. Yeah. It's fake money. Yeah. Yeah. But when you get home, it's very real. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, for me, I really loved it. Looking back at it, I can say that the park itself is way too small. And from what I was seeing after it opened, people were having like a hard time being in there because it's just so small. Like the people were getting crowded or claustrophobic. And I think there was even one day where the like fire alarm went off and they had no um, evacuation plan. So that's kind of scary. Um, that's why you go to Florida. Just because it's bigger. Yeah, just because it's bigger. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm really excited for Super Nintendo World to be at uh, Orlando because I've never been. So this gives me just another reason to go out there and experience not only the Mario portion of it, but now there will be the Donkey Kong Country Land and the Yoshi ride that's only exclusive uh, in Japan right now. So I, to answer your question, yeah, I do think that it was worth it. And I just, I can't wait to see what they do from here. Because like I said, there's so much potential, and especially with Nintendo, you know that they are going to do everything that they can to make that experience special for everyone that goes. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've been wanting to go to super Nintendo world out in California, but I knew it was going to be too small. I, I've never been out to California for their, uh, for their parks, but I know like we, we, we looked into going to Disneyland and there's only like a couple things that would be like, ah, well, that'd be kind of cool to see, but it's just so small. And, mm -hmm. uh, so we just decided like, we'll, we'll wait because it's, you know, this is only, this is coming out, hopefully opening early 2025, who knows, but, uh, hopefully, I mean, it's opening in 2025. So we're only a, a year away, so I could wait to see it, but the park does look really cool. It does, you know, they have the, I like the interactive parts of the park. Like, I don't think many of the other parks in universal or, uh, Disney are that interactive. Harry Potter is kind of interactive. Like you could do uh, magic stuff. So yeah, I'm excited to see the interactability. I saw that they're adding some new stuff for the one year anniversary. Like there, I think there's a new cafe being added. Yeah. The cafe looks cool. And there's new snacks. One's like, one's like a power up drink where you drop a it's little like fire flower into a drink and it fizzes. And so those aren't going to be like that cafe is not part of the park, but more of the like downtown area for Universal. Oh, okay. the same way that there's like a downtown Disney. OK, I got you. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's still, it's, it's still it's still cool. I don't walk. know. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, so they are leaning into this partnership with Nintendo. And I, I do think those rumors are true about them having plans for a Zelda area for a Pokemon area like it would just. It would just make sense. Yeah. What I'm picturing for a Zelda park is, you know, Animal Kingdom. They have the Tree mm -hmm. of Life. Yeah. They just have a big, great oh, Deku tree. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they have their, they'll steal their, uh, they won't have the Tree of Life, but they'll have the Deku tree. That's amazing. And little Koroks all around the park that you yeah. can find. And you could maybe, you know, try to get the Master Sword out of, they might just have a master sword for taking pictures or something. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I guess I have to give Nintendo credit because it's not just Mario right now. There are also hidden Pikmin throughout the park. It's a hint at a Pikmin park because they there really want people to like Pikmin. Actually, a Pikmin park would be kind of yeah. cool. I was just thinking that's like Bugs Life. <laughs> yeah, you just make everything giant. Like, yeah, uh, there's a Toy Story Land mm -hmm. in uh, Hollywood Studios, and everything's you feel like you're a toy because everything's mm -hmm. much bigger than you. Yeah, so they could 
They could do something like that for Pikmin. That would be that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe like a, a Metroidvania kind of maze or a Metroid maze, I guess. They would never. They don't care about Metroid. <laughs> we'll get we'll get a Metroid Park when Metroid Prime Four comes out. Meaning never. How would they do like a Splatoon? Like, would it be like a laser tag thing, but with ink? Not like Maybe. real ink, but you would like an interactive screen. So like the floor is all screen and wherever you shoot is like, that's the turf. Yeah. I wonder something. if they could do something know. where you could have like a, tur- like a turf battle with other people. Like there's two teams. Yeah. And you do a turf battle. Some of the, some of the stuff they, they could do in rides right now is incredible. Yeah. Like we rode the Ratatouille ride and you felt like, like you were in a little cart uh, and you're a little mouse. Mm-hmm. So you're going around and you're trying to get away from the chefs and it, and they pump like air that smells like food in, in it. Mm-hmm. So it's a really, it's a cool ride. I just want to save you from the comments. You felt like a rat, not a mouse. Oh, sorry. Well, I just got, I got <laughs> called out last week because I said Joltik is a cute little spider. Oh yeah, yeah, he's not a spider, he's a tick. It's in the name. Yeah, no, Dummy. it makes sense now. Makes sense now. <laughs> All right, so what video game IP would you want to see as a theme park? Yeah, that's pretty much it. What uh <laughs> That that isn't Nintendo or what? That is whatever. I well, mean, I feel I like Nintendo's copping out, so. Yeah, but I feel like they've been wanting to do a theme park for so long. You know, they've they've had so many theme parks in their games. Like Super Mario Sunshine has a theme park in it. Kirby in the Forgotten Land has a theme park in it. But not only that, like Super Nintendo Land for Wii U is just a theme park around nintendo ip yeah they should have just made it that they should have just had a real life nintendo land yeah and have like the attractions be whatever the games are yeah oh, that would be really cool they're definitely- i don't know you, you that's a good question though because like the first one that came to mind for me i guess in the same sense of mario just nintendo having that kind of theme park aesthetic excuse me, um, would be Ratchet and Clank. Like, I think there's a lot of fun ideas there. But not a lot of people know Ratchet and Clank. And also, like, the series is not doing well at the I moment. I just bought it again. Oh, did you? Yeah, I bought For Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart again. To play, play on, on Steam the Deck portal. Again. Oh, Steam Deck. Yeah. So I have okay. it on I have it on PS5, which I mm-hmm. could play it on the portal, but I remote play is not the best. So I got it again. It's on sale right now on Steam. So, and are you gonna play it? Oh yeah, I've been playing the heck out of Elden Ring. That's not that's not a rift apart. Yeah, but I mean, I'm so I don't know. I, I played most of Rift Apart on PS5. Oh okay, I didn't beat it. But probably yeah. because it wasn't in handheld mode. This handheld's better. What, I do think... Uh, yeah. So, I think Halo would be a really cool one they could do. Mm-hmm. That would be like a more mature, kind of like Star Wars theme park. And mm-hmm. people could dress up like a Spartan. Or you could, you know, build a Spartan. I'm just trying to think of like merchandising opportunity for yeah. these parks. Yeah, because, I mean, that is a big part of it is, like, is the merch. And so far, what I have seen at Super Nintendo World, when I was there, at least, that was, like, the very beginning, the opening of it. Um, it's mostly stuff I feel like you would see on, like, the Nintendo Store website. So nothing too yeah. big. Um, I've got a, a Chef Toad figurine that is only exclusive to... Super Nintendo World, like Chef Toad has not been in a game, hasn't been in the Super Mario Bros. movie, um, though I would love to see like a Chef Toad cooking game or something. Uh, that's really the only like 
exclusivity of their merch. I so, think Sonic would do really well. Yeah, Sonic would do really well. And I'm kind of, they might be talking about it because I feel like Mario, as much as I don't like Sonic, I do think Mario and Sonic kind of go together. And who, uh, mm-hmm. who made the Sonic movie? Uh, Paramount. Paramount? Are they owned by yeah. anybody? Not yet. There's talks of a merger happening, so we'll see. I feel like they're all owned by, like, Comcast. I don't think Paramount is. Universal, Universal is like, we, we went to see, we went to see, um, Argyle, and it was... Oh, yeah. A Universal, like, the Universal logo came up, and then it said a Comcast company at the bottom. Hmm. I just thought, I don't know. We live in a monopoly. Every Everybody's owned <laughs> yeah. by, it's like Disney or Comcast. Yeah, it's like that bit in uh, Parks and Rec where it's in the future and it's like presented by Exxon Chipotle Verizon. <laughs> yeah, we live in a dystopian future. But yeah, yeah Sonic's a good one. I think Sonic's a good one and it would work really well because of the movies and maybe it will get people to actually care about the games. I mean, people do care about the games, Johnny. <laughs> Maybe it'll make the who, games who actually care worth about caring about. Those games suck. No, they. they <laughs> why do they suck? They, they, I feel like they're, the whole premise is supposed to be got to go fast, momentum. But then if you accidentally miss like one jump, you come to a complete stop. And then it takes forever to get going again. And, oh, and then they also want you to explore, but you also, you're supposed to go fast. It doesn't make any sense. You're supposed to explore and go fast. What do you not get about this? No, you're supposed, it's either or. You don't, you don't go fast and explore, or you don't explore and go fast, because that's the whole, it doesn't make any sense. It's dumb. Sonic sucks. Okay. No, to be honest, I I don't really play a lot of Sonic games, so I try to every time I try to get into it. I'm like, I'm gonna give it another go, and every single time, it's just like I want to go fast, but I also want to explore. It doesn't make I I just yeah, it's lame. Hmm. But they could That's have a not... Sonic coaster. Actually, wasn't one of the things a Sonic coaster? Yeah, one of the they... rides is a Sonic coaster. That's out there in or, the world. It's called Sonic Spinball. Oh yeah. And it's in maybe maybe that's why U- I thought it's Sonic. in the UK. Okay. But it's not like a Sonic World. It's just a ride. Yeah. We we want we want worlds. Yeah. I just don't. I mean, right now, like Nintendo is the only one that could build that world. I don't see any other gaming company building a world around the IP that they have right now. Yeah. Sony could build one if they wanted to be like kind of mature with it. I guess, you know, they could have their last of us. They could have God of war. They could have a ratchet and clank. They can't do Spider-Man or any of the Marvel properties. Oh, because well, Universal owns it, so they could they could partner up with Universal. Universal yeah. owns the rights to Spider Man theme park. Yeah, it gets so tricky in there. I hate I don't, I don't Spider Man licensing is so confusing. Yeah, Spider Man and Hulk because I think Hulk is still there. Yeah, Hulk is there. Yeah, because when you go to when you go to Disney, and I know in uh, California they have like the Avengers Campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have that in world. Like that's one of the reasons. That's one of the reasons I would go to California is to see the Avengers campus. Yeah, but world, like they can't use a lot of the, the main. Like they they have guard they have Guardians of the Galaxy. That's their big, uh-huh. big pool. I mean that's a cool ride, but I'd rather have like an Iron Man ride or a mm-hmm. Thor ride, Captain America. Like they they could do some cool things with the main. Avenger characters. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, 
going into this conversation, I was really excited to see more gaming IP get into the theme park space. But you might be right. Like this might be might be. I'm Nintendo. always right. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about <laughs> you. I'm just saying that it might be the only um, gaming opportunity is for Nintendo. I mean, yeah, I think Nintendo lends itself like how colorful and, and fun their stuff is. Like that kind of mm-hmm. lends itself into the amusement park feeling. But so in in this new universal epic universe, there's a, there's a world called Dark Universe that has um, all the monsters, you know, Frankenstein, Dracula, yeah, stuff like that. So there could very, be... Just re- real quick, I'm real sad about Dark Universe because that was going to be a cinematic universe that they were trying to set up. And uh, they started with The Mummy with Tom Cruise. Yeah, and that's where they, they went wrong. To... Well, I mean, I haven't they seen cast it, so Tom I don't Cruise. know. That's where they went wrong. It's wrong. I mean, like he he's sucks. a good actor. No, he he's sucks. He's a good actor. What are you talking about? He sucks. He sucks. Okay, well, then you fly out of a plane and hold <laughs> on to it. He has uh, Napoleon syndrome. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not going to go at bat for Tom Cruise because I've only seen a few of his movies and I'm not like a diehard for him or anything. But and also, I've never seen any of the Mission Impossibles. I just know <laughs> he does his own stunts. So, uh, also, but any, he... yeah, they were. Isn't he what? No, nah, I'm not going to say it because probably won't be. He's Scientology. He, he is not anymore. He wow. got out of that okay. a while ago. Still. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, the Dark Universe thing sounded really cool. And I think that it could have done really well. And just after one movie, they were like, nah, this isn't going to work. Now I'm thinking about PlayStation IP and like God of War would be really cool, especially yeah. the, the new one of the Norse mythology, because yeah. they have, you know, in the first game, you're essentially in, or in the 2018 version, you're in a boat like 85% of the time. That could be, that could be an attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. God of War could be a really cool one because of how the, like just the mythology yeah. Well, now you got me thinking about Wind Waker and how that could work as a, a <laughs> they boat could ride. Do that. They could do a boat yeah. ride. So, uh, Pan- uh, Avatar, there's like a Pandora world mm-hmm. in uh, in Disney, and there's like a boat ride, which kind of sucks. It's it's not a good one. Definitely don't wait two hours to get on it. Isn't it kind of like a, a small world? Kind of, yeah. And then there's like one big animatronic at the end. Yeah. But it's just Which is really un- impressive. It's a little under underwhelming though, because everything else is it's like CGI. I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, it's all on screens. Yeah, it's all on screen. So it's not it's not the best. It's not the best. But yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a boat ride. Yeah, you have a small world Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, they could do a cool boat ride with Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think like what would be their flying attraction? Pilot wings. Pilot <laughs> wings is coming to Super Nintendo World. Pilot. Animal, I don't even. So Animal Crossing is a. I don't even know how they would do an Animal Crossing. Section. Like a ride. You like take or... out a loan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I think that would just have to make it a town. You know, like I, maybe there isn't a ride necessarily but you is get that to... exciting though like is that what people want in an amusement park i don't know you said earlier that you don't care about the rides you care about the theming but i like i like the rides uh-huh and i think if it is a park it should have a ride uh-huh even epcot has rides yeah and that's like going around the world so let's see, like, I guess the only thing I can think of is like Cap'n 
you know, you, that, that would be boat like ride. another boat ride. <laughs> this is a whole boat ride theme park. I think actually that would work as a storybook ride. Maybe that's not the most exciting or what you would want it to be. But for kids and for fans of Animal Crossing, like going through each part of the uh, the island and how it's like a rolling log, you know, as you are um, walking across, everything is kind of like a log and that's how it shows up. Like that would be kind of a cool then they storybook could, ride. Then they could do KK's, like a KK Concert slider at the area. End? Yeah. Again, if they did like a Splatoon concert, then they could have DJ KK as well. It, there's a lot of things they could do. I feel like it's, I feel like they will know how to do things better than us. Oh, for sure. Was because the Mario just, Kart ride good? The Mario Kart ride is a lot of fun. Josh from uh, Nintendo Powercast which is our weekly Nintendo podcast. Um, Josh would love it. He would have a great time with it. It is a little overwhelming, overstimulating, I guess, for what well, I think it's like a th- maybe three minute ride. It's kind of long. Um, but it also there's so much that's happening because you're wearing like this AR AR uh, a visor and it's showing like some of the Koopalings and you got to hit them with uh, I think it's red shells and the more that you hit the more points you get so it's like not really Mario Kart in the sense of how you play Mario Kart um, because there's just Koopalings that are just all over the place Uh, and then there's some like Mario friends that you don't want to hit but it's the the way that you enter into all of these different courses. Like there's the Luigi's Mansion course. There's the um, the, the Bowser course with a big like mechanical Bowser. Um, there's Sky Garden. And then there's a lightning that happens and then Rainbow Road. And it's so much fun. The uh, I have the like the picture pulled up. And the carts look cool. Like, I just like how the cart looks. What's not fun is when the ride doesn't work and doesn't accept your power-up band, (laughs) and then you don't get your trophy at the end of the match, which is linked through the Universal app. See, I think, I mean, a lot of these things, like a lot of these attractions, when we were in in Disney, they're down, like, all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's the same everywhere. Like they're just so complicated now that Mm -hmm. they're just, you know, down like for Tron, you were supposed to be able to get your picture. uh, If you're wearing like a wristband and we had to call them because they like, it never, it never showed up. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was down. The Mario Kart ride was down for me when I was there. And I was nervous about that because the preview event was only like two hours long. So you wanted to like have a game plan for pretty much everything you were going to do within the two hours. And we were waiting in line and they're like, oh, we'll be up shortly. And, you know, what does that mean? I don't have a lot of time. Um, So we were lucky enough to be able to write it. But, yeah, I mean, that could ruin somebody's trip. Yeah. You know, that could ruin their experience, especially if there is only one ride at Super Nintendo World. And then they have like a secret um, Bowser Castle or a Bowser Jr. Castle. If you collect the three golden mushrooms or whatever it is, uh, you have to like show them your app and that you've done all of these like activities just to get into that room. How strict are they on that? I don't know. (laughs) I wouldn't imagine that they would be that strict because... They probably That's are because there's the probably experience. a lot of people trying to do it. Yeah. But the, that's uh, not a ride. The one thing I, I do want to talk about because I think, I mean, I don't know if it's going to matter too much, but going to amusement parks now is super expensive. Oh yeah. Like going to Disney or going to to universal 
it is astronomically expensive and it's unfortunate because it's going to, you know, a lot of people won't be able to do it. Yeah. So you'll have these cool worlds like super Nintendo world, but people might never get to experience it because of the price. Yeah. Um, like I already, yeah, I was talking to, to Kelsey and I'm like, we're, we're going next year and <laughs> we need to have the cash to go. <laughs> and she's all yeah. on, on board. She said she's like, she's excited because she's like, Oh, I already have outfits that I'm gonna to do. <laughs> and like, not just for super Nintendo world, but also for, yeah. uh, the other parts of that park because what, is also cool about that new park is there's a hotel on premise Mm -hmm. and you know, typically you stay at a resort and then you have to take a shuttle or some form of transportation to get to the parks. And if we could stay on the premise, it saves a lot of time, a lot of pain of walking. Yeah. And, uh, I wish it was Nintendo themed, but it's not because the whole park isn't Nintendo themed. It would have been really cool if it was just a Nintendo park. I doubt that we'll ever, ever get that. Yeah, no, I don't think so. But how that would be awesome if Nintendo was just like, all right, let's let's uh, let's make everything. Let's make each section a different IP. Mm-hmm. I like how Nintendo is always trying to give everybody an experience of some kind when it comes to Nintendo, like... Every once in a while, they will tour around the country for you to play their games, and they have these booths that they set up and have Nintendo employees show you how to play the game. Like, that's really cool. And that's usually at, like, a mall or something that you have to schedule time for, but it's free. Um, So even if people don't get to experience Super Nintendo World, at least they are thinking about those uh, that can't and trying to give them something to look forward to as well. Yeah. I wonder how they're, I mean, they don't promote it very much. Nintendo what, themselves. Super Nintendo world. Yeah. Super Nintendo world. At least not that I mean, I've seen. Yeah. It's still new. Yeah. I mean, it's a year. They did. It's pretty, they, had, they promoted it during, um, the game awards. Oh, that's true. That's true. It was like a sweet. Is that what they? In- oh, that wasn't when they announced Donkey Kong. No, no. But I, I think but we should be hearing something about that soon. That's opening in Japan in spring. I think is what. Yeah, we I think were it's told. in spring. Yeah, I don't. Nintendo is smart. I think what they're doing is re- very smart right now. I have a feeling other companies might follow. Along, maybe we'll maybe we will see some attractions pop up. Mm-hmm. Like we saw the Last of Us thing pop up. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see some other things because, I mean, us as gamers, we already know about Nintendo, right? We already know about their IP. Yeah, they're trying to find out way find ways to bring in new people. So that's what mm-hmm. the movies are for. That's what the the uh, the amusement parks are for that's what uh collabing with lego is for yeah so if other companies see that succeeding like now we're seeing more adaptations of video games because Mm -hmm. of how well the most recent ones have done with last of us super mario even sonic like we've seen these companies notice like oh this is a untapped potential yeah I guess it's just what IP are they going to use and where they're going to put it. Yeah. But I'm really excited to talk to the guest next week. She probably has a lot more insight than I do. I just like going to parks. I mean, I think a lot of people have more insight than you do. <laughs> that's, pro- that's probably true. It's probably true. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, listeners, what is it that you would want to see either at Super Nintendo World or if there is a, a gaming IP that you would like to see the most and, and, like, what ideas do you have for it? Do you think that this is going to last for a while? Is this just a trend? I think we're just in very 
exciting territory for gaming. Um, also dangerous time for gaming. You know, we've talked a lot about that before, but with Nintendo, it seems like their foot is on the gas and they're not letting go. I mean, we still need to know what is next in the future for their their console. Maybe we'll hear something about it next week or the week this after week. that. I don't you really think it's going to be this week? 100% this week. They announced just, the, the direct, I think it would be, not tomorrow. Well, I get, well, when this goes live, it would be, they would have announced it like that day, like Wednesday, and then it was on Thursday. The direct. Yeah. I could see that. I'm also wondering if they want PlayStation to have like a week to themselves because no, we know that. that they screw PlayStation. Well, but that's Nobody usually cares. I feel like that's what they do is that they just give PlayStation a week. I think they can easily it's, overshadow it's them. Like who's who's gonna care about Final Fantasy VII Rebirth when Nintendo's like, Oh yeah, here's our next system. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. But I, I, I do think it's funny that you're saying that we're in dangerous times for gaming because we're literally seeing it evolve in front of our eyes. Well, yeah, but I mean, we've talked a lot about just layoffs in general. Like it's it's costing so much for them to want to evolve that people are getting laid off because of it. So I hear what you're saying. Like, yeah, it's evolving. <sighs> I don't know. Like, do you get what I'm saying, though? No, I understand. I mean, I layoffs suck. I, I get it. I, but I don't know what we can do. Like, the only way these people won't get laid off is if the companies are they make more money. Yeah. So I don't know. You no, know what world suck. we? What world we will see? What? How world. How world is entering the theme parks. There's there's going to be pals and and mascot outfits, and you just go around hitting them with a bat or punching them. Or it's gonna be Pal World, or it's gonna be Super Nintendo World with guns. <laughs> 